The Audacity Podcast is a proud member of the Noodle Mix Network over at noodle.mx and is sponsored by me and my company, D. Joseph Design, over at djosephdesign.com. That's where you can see my portfolio to see what kind of stuff I design for people and that I could potentially design for you. Contact me through the website or through any of the normal means you hear, and I can personally let you know how I could make your message look or sound great. The Audacity to Podcast is also brought to you by GoToMeeting. Welcome to The Audacity to Podcast, episode 23, how to insert background music or sound effects in Audacity. Welcome back to another exciting episode of the Audacity to Podcast. I'm your host, Daniel J. Lewis, also known as The Ramen Noodle. Thank you so much for joining. And if you are new to the show, welcome. It is really exciting to have you here and have you listening for the first time, if this is your first time here. This is the podcast that you've come to know where you can, where I share the guts. Let me try that again. I give you the guts and teach you the tools to podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. We're going to get into some of that and how to be a little bit more organized in using Audacity. This episode of the Audacity to Podcast is going to be Audacity focused. So there will be no Audacity quick tip near the end. Because this will be a whole session about Audacity, since it's been a little while since I focused entirely on Audacity. And this episode, then, will be focused on Audacity. But before I talk to you about focusing on Audacity, I want to talk to you about something else that you probably have to focus on. That is collaborating with your clients and colleagues, especially when those clients and colleagues are in different offices, working different hours, or you or they are always traveling. It's difficult to try and collaborate with people when you can't be face-to-face or right next to each other. But actually, no, it's not difficult because there's an easy solution, and I recommend GoToMeeting by Citrix. GoToMeeting is a powerful collaboration and online meeting tool. With GoToMeeting, the whole team can attend a meeting online no matter where they are or what time zone they're in. All they need is a computer with internet. That's it. They could even access meetings through an iPad. That's pretty cool. See if any of the competitors do that. Whoever leads the meeting can show their desktop to everyone else so that one everyone can see what the leader sees, and they can collaborate on documents in real time. You can share desktops, you can have co-presenters and all sorts of cool things. I've used GoToMeeting before and it is really easy to use, has some awesome features to it and works really, really well. I can tell you that it does work, I would say almost flawlessly. Well, I never had any flaws with it. So in my experience, flawlessly. My listeners can try GoToMeeting free for 45 days. That's more than a month of unlimited meetings for free. For this special offer, you must visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST. It's very important that to do this, you visit GoToMeeting.com, click the Try It Free button, and use the promo code PODCAST for your free 45-day trial and have meetings for the rest of this year, 2010. That is, if you're listening to this on time. Thank you very much, Citrix, for your support. Now, I hope all of you have had a wonderful Thanksgiving. And just in case you didn't download episode 20 of the Audacity to Podcast, I highly recommend you do. Yes, it's a bit long. Well, it's twice the length of normal episodes, but I highly recommend you download it because in there I shared a lot of the resources I'm grateful for as a podcaster that I'm thankful for because we just had Thanksgiving here in the United States. It was just last week at the time of this recording. 
And there are several things that I'm grateful for, several resources that you might not have expected. So go back to the audacity to podcast.com slash 22 to get the show notes for that. And also to listen to that episode in case you haven't already downloaded and listened to it. You have got to listen to it. It might give you some new ideas and new inspirations on some things that you could use. Now, here in episode 23, I wanted to share with you how you can insert background music or sound effects in Audacity. See, not everyone has the setup in order to stream everything live to a drive. That's why we call it live to drive, recording everything direct to a drive, all your sound effects, your Skype people, your music, your intros, your outros, your promos, all of that. You might not have the ability to stream all of that live together. You might not have the interfaces, the mixer, the, all of this stuff. What if all that you have is a single microphone and your computer? And that's it. No mixer, no co-hosts, no Skype, none of that. Or maybe you do have a co-host and they send you their recording. But all you have is your microphone and your computer. It's a little tricky to try and mix in audio clips while you're recording if that's the only equipment you have. It's tricky, not impossible, but it is tricky. Someday I will explain how you can mix in live sound effects like that, direct to drive, even though you're recording with just a computer and just a microphone without using an external recorder. But for today, I'm talking about just one computer, just one microphone, mixing things after you've recorded. My disclaimer here, I do not necessarily recommend this process because post-production can take time. This is what took so long for certain podcast episodes that I did in the past to be released is that I just had so much post-production. I had to find the spot where to insert sound effects and insert them there or sound clips and such, insert the intro and outro music and all of that. It's a pain to do, but it doesn't have to be a pain. And there are some ways that you can do it effectively in ways that also help your listeners. Here's a pet peeve I have often when listening to a podcast is you hear the music come in. It's a nice volume. You can hear the music really well and the intro really well. And then the speaker starts coming in, or maybe it often happens in the outro. I hear it happen more when a podcast ends than when a podcast begins. What happens is, here, I'll simulate it for you, is someone will be talking and then they press play on their music and then they start keep talking over their music like this and they don't realize how loud the music is and you can't hear a thing they're saying because you're hearing the music was that annoying could you hear anything i just said hopefully i didn't just scare the socks off of you because it's cold outside and you want those socks but what i just did is I played a sound effect live, but it was at full volume instead of a partial volume. It was at full volume and you couldn't hear me over the music. And I hear that happen a lot in podcasts, even podcasts that are produced after the fact where they add the sound effects afterward. And sometimes, yeah, maybe they just miss this. It's a little glitch and they forget to do it. But the process to do this can be very easy to insert music or sound effects into your podcast, background music or sound effects. Now, first of all, as long as I'm talking about inserting music and sound effects for podcasts, I want to mention briefly copyright laws. I am not a lawyer. So whatever I say, just take with a grain of salt. I don't know how that helps, but maybe it makes me taste better. I don't play a lawyer on TV either. So the safest thing to do, though, I can tell you this, is just don't use copyrighted music. However, there are certain exceptions to copyright law that would allow you to use copyrighted music. But those exceptions, here are the two exceptions under, this is what's called fair use. These are two popular exceptions under fair use. Is one, you can use a 30-second clip 
if you comment on it. Such as you might have a podcast that is about music. Well, you can play a 30-second clip of of copyrighted music. No problems as long as you are commenting on that music. So you might say, here is track five from this incredible new CD by this incredible band. Let's listen to 30 seconds of it. You play your 30 seconds of it, and then you come back and say, I just really like how the singer in there just really hit that high note so beautifully, and I like the lyrics. I would be commenting on that song. That's perfectly all right. 30 seconds of the music. The same thing should also generally apply toward movies and TV shows, about 30 seconds, but there it seems it's a little more lenient because you're not getting the full content of the movie or TV show in just 30 seconds. You're not seeing it. You're only hearing it. But still, try to keep your clips there to 30 seconds. Now, another way that you can use copyrighted material is if you're doing a parody of it. Like there are parody songs that you've probably heard. Here's one that I really enjoy that some friends of mine did. It's a parody of the song... Uh, don't stop your tweeting or don't stop <laughs> don't stop believing by journey what i want you to notice about this song which by the way is done by my friend eric fisher he's over at wbrshow.com and that's also the twitter account it's now wellness break radio it's no longer the comedy podcast but it's now wellness break radio but back when wbr show was a comedy podcast eric did this little parody of a popular song by Journey, Don't Stop Believing, but with quite different lyrics. And I'm not going to play very much of it because it's, well, you'd have to listen to a comedy podcast for it, but listen to this. Just a nerdy girl Living in an online world She twitters about things thinking people Just a geeky boy plays with superheroes. Now that's enough of that for now. If you want to hear the rest of that, then I can send you a link to it. Or you can just head over to theramanoodle.com. Occasionally I've played that somewhere in there. But that song has the music, the accompaniment in the background of Don't Stop Believing, but it has... Eric and Rob's lyrics that they call Don't Stop Your Tweeting. It's a parody of the music. You are perfectly allowed to make parodies of copyrighted work. So what they did is entirely legal and it's okay for them to play it and distribute it. It's a parody. It is even more than just a derivative. It's a parody of the original. You're allowed to do that. But when it comes to copyrighted music, like something from a CD, do not use it unless you have explicit permission from the copyright holder, which is not necessarily the artist or the performing band. The copyright holder is usually the publisher. Or if the artist maintains their rights, then yeah, you can contact them and get explicit permission to use their copyrighted music. But in general, avoid it. Look for instead what's called royalty-free music, which is where you don't have to pay royalties every time you use it. However, that could still cost some time. When you buy the song, you just don't have to pay for it every time you use it. You don't pay royalties to use it, but you may pay for the song, or it may be free. But also look for pod-safe music, which is really the same thing as royalty-free music, but pod-safe music generally tends to be free. I will very briefly mention to you some sites where you can get pod safe music. Some of these sites, the first several of these sites are paid where you do pay certain amounts for the songs. The prices vary, but still check them out. They've got some nice deals and nice options. And then uh, also some sites where you can get some sound effects, including free sites or paid sites. And check these sites for their prices. If you want the full list of this, go to theaudacitypodcast.com slash 23. So here are these sites. Don't try and write these down at the moment. Just visit the show notes. 
magnatune.com, musicbakery.com, opuz.com, opuz.com, I guess, opuzz.com, iotapromonet.com, sounddogs.com, soundsnap.com, opsound.org, that's free, incomptech.com, that's free, jamendo.com, that's free, findsounds.com is free, but be careful what you find on there because it searches the entire internet, so it may find copyrighted stuff, aerialpublicity.com, and music alley.com alley by the way is a l l e y a l l y is ally a l l e y is alley music alley.com those are places where you can get pod safe music which is music that you are allowed to play in your podcast some of those are paid some of those are free places to get sound effects sounddogs.com soundsnap.com both of those are paid but they're reasonable reasonable prices for sound effects opsound.org also has sound effects and of course freesound.org has free sound effects opsound.org by the way free findsounds.com is also free but again same caution be careful with what you find because it might be copyrighted So that's where you can find music or sound effects. And there are probably other resources. If you have some resources for getting free or inexpensive music or sound effects, in addition to these sites that I've mentioned, please leave a comment on the show notes over at theaudacitypodcast.com slash 23 or call or email me as feedback. You can send that to feedback at noodle.mx or call 859-353-353. 4332 and share those resources with me and I will be sure to include that in the show notes, update the show notes and also mention it in a future episode. Now, back to how to insert this stuff into Audacity. Whether you're on Windows or Mac, there are three different ways that you can insert audio into Audacity. The first way is that you can simply drag your audio from either Finder in Mac OS X or Explorer in Windows, drag that file into Audacity, like an MP3 or a WAV file or an AIFF, or there are certain other files you can import too, but you have to customize Audacity in certain ways. But stick to WAV and MP3. That's probably going to be what you'll, you'll find anyway, so you won't have any problems there. You can drag that into Audacity. Little tip, you cannot drag directly from iTunes. For some weird reason, it won't do that. So find the file on your hard drive. You can drag that into Audacity or you can go to the audio menu, go to import submenu and then click audio or just use the keyboard shortcut which in OS 10 is command shift I or in Windows it's control shift I. So once you have your audio into Audacity then it's time for you to start working with some things. And for now, here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to work with that song that I just started playing, Don't Stop Your Tweeting. I'm going to work with that as my music. So I've inserted this into Audacity. And what I did is I just dragged it into Audacity or those other methods that I said. And if you're working with podcast audio that you already have, then you might want to move your music around or move your podcast audio around depending on how things how you want things to overlap because the way it imports is not necessarily the way you want it to be so we'll say that you want it to move around actually as a test project instead of don't stop your tweeting i'm going to do something different and that will be that i'm going to use a segment that i have that i use in my comedy podcast, The Ramen Noodle. Check it out at theramennoodle.com. This is a um, section that I use called Bachelor Boot Camp, where I have some vocal parts, some music parts, and vocal parts, and back and forth like that. So when I drag my audio in, use the time shift tool to move things around. Looking at your toolbar, this is where just to the right of your play and record buttons, just to the right of the record button, are six little buttons. The first one looks like a capital I, then there looks like something like a couple arrows and a blue line, a pencil, a magnifying glass, 
a double ended arrow thing and then a little star or asterisk. That bottom row, the second icon, the two, the double ended arrows is the time shift tool. Click that. The keyboard shortcut for that is also F5, either on Mac or Windows and OS 10 or Windows. Now, if you're on a MacBook, by the way, just take note that your F5 key doesn't do anything unless you hold down function first. It's kind of weird, but that's the Mac. So click that. That's the time shift tool, and that will allow you to move things around within your project so that then you can move, align your audio however you'd like it to be and align different things, move things all around. You can even move things between tracks if you so choose and if you properly select them in that. But for now, what we're going to do is we are going to just position our audio and see about what it might be like to do this in a real podcast and show you some of the options. So we'll say that we've inserted our audio and we move it around to where we want it to be. So we have our audio. Then we listen to it. Like, let's listen to this. Here we go. That's Sergeant Packet. Welcome to Bachelor Boot Camp. Okay, so there are some problems here. And that goes back to the original problem is that you can't hear what the voice is saying. You can't hear what Sergeant Packett's saying because the music is so stinking loud. There are a couple ways that you can adjust the volume for your music. First, before we do this, just also do your edits first on your music. Like if you need to clip the beginning or the end, you can do that. And I'll mention also some little edits that you can do when you know you've got things, but just do the basic edits like that clipping. So you have your audio in Audacity. Stuff is too loud. There are a couple ways that you can fix that. Let's look at just a certain section of this audio is where I have the second part of the voice of Sergeant Packett's voice. Welcome to Bachelor Boot Camp. Now, that little bit of music that you heard played, and if you're watching this live over at the audacitypodcast.com slash live, normally Monday nights, but you can also catch this video if you go to the show notes at the audacitypodcast.com slash 23. I have the Ustream embedded recording in there, so you can watch that live if you'd like and see me do this. This section that you heard that music section section it's short like that for a reason because that's all that I have in that portion I clipped it a little bit because I wanted to do some certain looping here so there's just that little bit of music section there's a way I can really easily change that volume without destroying my sound by destroying I mean changing the sound itself it's called destructive editing where whatever changes I make I can't undo later on, or I can't readjust or rechange later on. These, those are destructive changes when you can't change it or undo it later on in the process. But right now, we're going to do an undestructive or an indestructive, I guess, non-destructive. Yeah, that's the way it is. Non-destructive method of reducing the volume. This works in this case because. This particular little bit of audio, listen to it again, just the music part. You listen to the music part of this. Welcome to Bachelor Boot Camp. That is all alone in its track. There's nothing else in that track. So because of that, I can go over to the left-hand side of my Audacity screen. And there's the what's called the track control panel where it has the mute, the solo button, this plus and minus slider, and the L and R slider. Well, that plus and minus slider is the track gain. That is the volume for the entire track. So if I slide that to the left, the volume for that track goes down. If I slide it to the right, the volume for that track goes up. These are global changes. And in 
modify whatever is already in the track. So if I change this, if I reduce it to, let's say, minus nine decibels, that is reducing the audio for that entire track. So if I have a separate clip somewhere later on, for example, maybe you put your intro music and your outro music in the same track, but they're separated by nothing, not even silence, but just nothing. You've merged them into two separate a single track maybe a stereo track or a mono track but they're on a single track but they're two separate sections on that track but they're separated by nothing not just silence but nothingness is in between them if i move this slider the track gain slider up or down it's modifying both the intro and the outro and it's modifying them equally and globally across the board But in this case, since I have this audio on just a single track anyway, and it's the only thing on that track, it's okay for me to use this slider to turn things up or down because I'm only modifying that one little track. So here I've reduced it by, we'll say um, uh, 12 decibels. Let's drop it down to minus 12 decibels. So it's reducing the gain. Now let's listen to it. Welcome to Bachelor Boot Camp. That's much better. Now you can hear Sergeant Packett's voice over the music. And I could adjust that even more if I wanted to. So that is adjusting the volume with track gain. There are other ways that we could adjust this as well. Now what I'm going to do is my music is all in one track. So... I have the vocals. Listen to these vocals here. I'm Sergeant Packet. Welcome to Bachelor Boot Camp. Those are just the vocals. They're on their own track. And they're edited and placed how I need them to. They have some silence between them and some just nothingness between them. So I want the music to play now. Now here's a nice, handy, easy way that you can very, very quickly adjust the volume of your music according to when you are speaking or when there is voice in the different vocal track. But here's what you have to do to set this up because it's not immediately obvious. Move your music track above your vocal track or your background, whatever your background sound effects are, move it above your vocal track. So it's, it has to be immediately above because what we're about to do, will look immediately underneath it to figure out how it needs to modify itself. So once you have that order placed, then what you need to do is select a portion. Now I don't recommend selecting the entire thing. I recommend instead selecting just a portion of your audio. So that way you're not processing the entire thing and waiting for it, but you're selecting just a portion of this. Now we have the music above the vocal track and we have this vocal track down here. And like before, the audio is just too quiet. Rather, the audio is too loud. The background music, way too loud. You can't hear the voice. Welcome to Bachelor Boot Camp. So instead, what I'm going to do is use this little feature called Auto Duck. Auto Duck, or ducking, is the act of reducing the volume for background sounds when someone is speaking and increasing it when that person is no longer speaking. There's a way that Audacity can do this for you. So now that we have our background music on top of the vocal track, select a portion of the background music. Don't select the whole thing, just a portion of it. Go to the effect menu and choose auto duck. What auto duck allows you to does is automatically ducks your audio that's 
kind of obvious, isn't it? Well, here's what it does. It will look at your audio and it looks for when there is speaking, when there's audio in the track below your background music or your selected track. And when there's audio in that selected track, in the track below your selected track, when there's vocal stuff going on, it reduces the audio of your background music. So when you open up AutoDuck, what it shows you is it shows you a graph of what it's about to do. I'll explain the options that are in here, and you'll see that as you adjust these options, the graph changes so you can see what's going to happen visually, what's going to happen to your music. So here are the options that you have. The duck amount is how much it's going to reduce your music. Remember how just a few minutes ago we reduced just that one track and everything in that track by 12 decibels? Well, let's say that that's what we want to do here for our our background music. We want to reduce it 12 decibels, minus 12 decibels. That's the default. And these other options are important as well. The threshold is what it's going to look for when it reduces the audio. If it sees or hears any audio above that threshold in your vocal track, then it will duck the music track. If the audio in the vocal track is quieter than that threshold, then it won't duck it. So the default is minus 30. It depends on your noise and how quiet or loud things are. Minus 30 to minus 24 are good numbers. So we're going to try minus 30. As We're just going to leave this at all of the defaults for now just to see what it does. So at minus 12 is the duck amount and minus 30 is the threshold. The fade down length and fade up length is how much time will it take to fade your music down or fade it up before or after, respectively, the ducking. So it will look at your audio, and when it hears you speak, if you set it to half a second, as is the default, 0.5 seconds, it will fade down the music in 0.5 seconds before you start speaking. And the outer fade up length is how long it will take to fade the music back up after you're done speaking. The inner fade down and fade up is how long it will take to fade down or fade up while you're speaking. So inside of those lines, you really need to look at the pictures to this. And I'll have screenshots over at the audacity podcast.com slash 23. So I like to fade, to let stuff continue to fade down while I'm speaking and to continue to fade up while I'm speaking. Now, these values are added together, so it stretches out the total length. So if I say an outer fade of 0.5 seconds and an inner fade of 0.5 seconds, the total fade will be one second. So let's say we're going to make it 0.5 outer, 0.5 inner on both the fade up and the fade down. The duck is minus 12. The threshold is minus 30 dB. One last important number here, maximum pause. This is how long of a pause between your speaking will it consider raising the volume back up? Because if you have that maximum pause set to one second, for example, if you stop speaking for a second, it will raise the volume back up on you. And then you start speaking again and it drops the volume back down. This is something that I often see people make the mistake of is that they have this maximum pause set too low. So they've got their intro music. It fades down for them as they start speaking. They pause momentarily, maybe just to take a breath and the music comes back up again. And then they start speaking. Music goes back down. Then they pause for a second. It comes back up, goes back down, comes back up, goes back down, comes back it can get annoying and it's a sure sign that someone did something automatically when it keeps going up and down like that so crazily. So I recommend that you increase that maximum pause to let's say two or three seconds. I'll do this one as three seconds. No, I'll do it. I'll 
I'll do this as two seconds. So two seconds is the maximum pause. So when I click OK or press Enter, it processes my audio. And if you look at the screenshots for this or you're watching the video, you'll see what it did. It automatically reduced the audio for when there's a vocal and then it increased the audio for when there isn't a vocal. Listen to this now. This is all done automatically. I'm Sergeant Packard. Welcome to Bachelor. Now, did you catch? Let me play that again for you. Listen to the difference of the first time Sergeant Packett speaks and the second time he speaks. The first time is auto-ducked. The second time, nothing's been done to it. I'm Sergeant Packard. Welcome to Bachelor Boot Camp. Now you've got that comparison. So when you can make sure after selecting just a small section... When you're sure that's the way you want it done, then undo your changes, go back to the effect menu, go to auto duck, adjust your changes however you want, or you could even just go to the effect menu and click repeat auto duck, and it will go through, process your audio for you, and it does the auto ducking. Now, in this particular example, remember I set my maximum pause to two seconds. Listen to what that happened, what happens when I have a maximum pause of two seconds in this example. I'm Sergeant Packard. Welcome to Bachelor Boot Camp. Notice that middle section was still quiet. That's because of the maximum pause. So I can go in back into AutoDuck after I undo, and I'll reduce the maximum pause because I know in this example I haven't paused more than two seconds or more than one second even. So I'll reduce this to actually half a second. Well, let's try 0.75 seconds. Yeah, that's a good compromise there, middle ground. So 0.75 seconds of maximum silence and everything else is still the same. Now this just looks fantastic the way I'm looking to it. Listen to it now. I'm Sergeant Packard. Welcome to Bachelor Boot Camp. That is fantastic. That did it exactly how I wanted it to be. And it worked seamlessly. That's the auto duck feature. However, there's one major problem with this. If I make all of my edits and then come back to the spot, guess what? I can't change it. This is a destructive edit not a non-destructive edit. That's a double negative, but it works here. This changed my audio and I can't undo it later on if I make other changes. I'd have to keep pressing undo and then miss everything else I'd already done. So this isn't necessarily the way I recommend it unless you're certain this is your last step. So I'd recommend saving that until the last step. But there is another way to do this. And this other way gives you much, much more control over how your audio will duck. And it's not automatic though, but this is a non-destructive process. This is using the envelope to tool or the envelope tool, however you want to pronounce it. I pronounce it both ways. Sometimes I'm trying to switch to say envelope because that's apparently the standard American way. So the envelope tool is look back at those six little tools the capital I, the little arrows pointing at the blue line, the pencil, those six tools, those are your main editing tools in Audacity. The second one on the top line with the two little triangles pointing in toward the blue line is the envelope tool. Or the keyboard shortcut for that is F2. Remember to press that function when you press F2 if you're on a MacBook. So when you press that, it adds some blue lines to the top and bottom of your audio tracks. It adds some gray shading also on the outside. The envelope tool is a manual way to duck your audio. It's really simple to use, but you have to know how to use it. First of all, if you're starting out fresh, then you probably have no dots whatsoever in your music. And what I mean by dots are literally dots is there will be little dots 
So when you click on the blue line or that shaded area in the middle, you'll notice that you can start dragging and it drags the entire length of your audio track up or down and you can visually see how that's changing your audio. So when you drag the blue line, that's for reducing your audio. Notice that you can't drag the blue line any farther out than it already is. That's because the blue line is for reducing the audio. Increasing the audio is that little area where it's the light shade and the dark shade inside. Drag there and you can increase the audio as well as decrease, but that's the way to increase louder. Whereas the blue line has the maximum limit so you know you're not getting any louder than you need to. So just click in there. If you just click and don't drag your mouse around, but just click, you create a point. These little points are similar to animation programs or illustration programs where you have vector images and stuff. These are little points that define how your audio will change in volume and when it changes in volume. So you put the point where you want your change to start. Then put a point where you want the change to end. Then drag one of those points and you'll see that the first point in this example where we are adjusting the second point, our first point stays the same and all the audio is the same up to that point. The second point is lowering that spot and everything in between after it, but it's creating this nice curve and line between it and the last point. You can stretch it out to make a really long fade or put it really close to make a really short fade. So let's do the same kind of edit that we did with auto duck, but this time we're going to do it manually. So I'll select a point in my audio as that's the point where I want the change to start. Then I click another point, which is where I want the change to end. I drag that down. So it's now dragging down how quiet the music will get. Now I need to fade the music back in. So I create a point where that effect will start. Now this will make a straight line. It should be a straight line between the fade out ending point and the fade out starting point. So it's a straight line still. I'd create that point because if I only had three points, then it would the music would fade out and fade right back in immediately after. We don't want that. We need some space where the music remains faded out and then comes back in to entire volume. So we add another point near the end of the speaking and then add a point shortly after that and drag it all the way up. You're dragging the blue line because we want to drag it back up to maximum volume. So here it is. I've created four points. Each point is sep The first two points are separated by about nah, half a second, three quarters of a second. And the third and fourth points are separated, separated. Get a little southern accent there, separated by about three quarters of a second. And the two middle points are dragged down by the blue lines so that they are quieter. And you can see this visually. Again, look at the screenshots on the audacitypodcast.com slash 23 or watch the video that's embedded there and you can see this. So when I play this audio now, listen to it. Sergeant Packard. Welcome to Bachelor Beer. Hmm, did you hear that? It it was a delayed fade back in. Listen to that again. I'm Sergeant Packard. That sounds kind of weird. If we did this via auto ducking, we'd have to undo it, change some things, redo it. But since this is a manual control and it's non-destructive. I can grab those points and move them across the timeline to where I want them. So now I'm grabbing those last two points one at a time and I'm moving them to the left, which is earlier in the audio. So that way it fades the music back in a little bit earlier. Listen to this now. I'm Sergeant Packard. Welcome to Bachelor. 
yeah, that's like I want it for that first section. And then I could repeat the same thing for the second section and whatever sections further on. The awesome thing about this is you can see your changes visually and you can customize them every single time. It's not automated, which is beneficial because you can make it exactly how you want it to be. But this is a powerful way. This is the envelope tool. That's F2 on the keyboard, or it's the second button, the little triangles pointing toward the blue line. Now, one final thing to take note is in your music, if you want your music to fade out while you're speaking. So let's take this section and we'll just pretend I have some vocal. Well, here's what we'll do. That first part comes in and I want the second part to fade out completely while I'm speaking. I, I don't recommend using the envelope envelope tool for this. Instead, you should do eh, some destructive edits for this. So I want that, the music to fade out during the second part of my speaking. Here's what I do. Select everything you don't want to play. So in my music, I click the point where by this point, let's see. Welcome to Bachelor Boot Camp. I want it to stop playing right right before I finish speaking. So I put my cursor there, the F1 key, and then I select the rest of the track and I delete that. Fortunately, that's what you have to do, delete it. Now I go back and select from the end in about a second or so, go up to the effect menu and choose fade out. And this will fade out that selection that I have across that selection. It fades out from the beginning to the end completely. So here is how it is. Listen to the second part of the voice and you'll hear the music fade out. I'm Sergeant Packard. Welcome to Bachelor Boot Camp. Do you hear that? It faded completely out. Now, I'd still want to adjust some changes, make some changes there so that it's not loud that whole time I'd use the envelope tool again. But this is how you should fade out if you want your music to fade out completely. Don't use the envelope tool for that because the way that the envelope tool calculates the angles and the fading out and such, that is not how you want to do a fade out. It will end up sounding kind of weird. And it's not actually truly faded out with the envelope tool, which is kind of weird, but uh, that's the way they designed it. So use the effect menu and fade out. Again, I know I've mentioned a lot of tools here. It would probably really help you if you watch the video recorded for this podcast that's provided by Ustream. Or if you look at the show notes and see the screenshots of this over at the audacity to podcast.com slash 23. Now I want to mention briefly a couple announcements. One is thank you very much for nominating the Noodle Mix Network podcast for podcastawards.com. Unfortunately, we did not get enough nominations, so we're not in the awards, but I still want you to go over to podcastawards.com every day and vote for your favorite podcasts in the favorite podcast categories. I'm not going to make any suggestions at the moment. You can check out the blog over at noodle.mx to see if I've suggested who I'm voting for, whom I'm voting for, but vote for whoever you want to vote every day, but just once a day, put in all your votes and then submit. Also, the Audacity Podcast, The Ramen Noodle, and Are You Just Watching are now in Stitcher. So you can listen to our podcast through your phone. I blogged about this. You can see more details at noodle.mx slash stitcher. That's S-T-I-T-C-H-E-R. And links to download the app on your phone, BlackBerry, iPhone, Android, and even Palm. So you can listen to that while you're in the car, anywhere you get cell phone reception. You don't have to download stuff. It's really cool. And we are in multiple categories there. And finally, I am 
happy to say that the Audacity Podcast is a member of the Tech Podcast Network over at techpodcast.com. And oh, one more thing. You know that giveaway that I've been hosting for a little while now where it's been the Tron poster giveaway? Thank you very much to everyone who subscribed to the email newsletter. And the deadline for that was Thanksgiving evening. I used random.org to pull some random numbers from all of the email subscribers and then just simply looked at what number subscriber that is. So Simeon, Sarah, and Larry all won Tron Legacy posters for free. You didn't, did you, did you think I was going to give out three posters? I decided to give out three posters because I have three podcasts right now. So one poster for each podcast. I don't know if all of those people necessarily listen to each of those podcasts, all three of our podcasts, but three posters. I wanted to give out three posters. So Simeon, Sarah, and Larry have already been contacted and I've already got their address and we'll be sending a uniformed officer over to their house, probably a member of the United States Postal Service, to deliver their Tron Legacy posters. And thank you very much, everyone, for subscribing to the newsletter. And we'll probably do something like this again in the future and provide some free resources exclusively to newsletter subscribers or previews of things like I'm going to be working on an ebook and some video training series. If you want to be part of that or provide some input or get some sneak peeks, go to theaudacitypodcast.com or noodle.mx. It's all the same site. And subscribe to the free email newsletter. I promise your privacy is safe, your information is safe, I won't spam you, and I won't be offended if you unsubscribe. And if you reply to any of the emails, I read it personally. Now, speaking of replying to emails, it's time for me to get out of here, but I don't want to before I tell you how you can contact me and follow me. Follow me on Twitter at twitter.com slash Noodle. Send your feedback to feedback at noodle.mx or call in to 859-353-4332. And the show notes for this episode with all of the links to all of those music and sound effects websites and screenshots of Audacity and all of this stuff are at theaudacitytopodcast.com slash 23. If you're listening to this podcast through Stitcher, welcome. I'm so excited to have you listening. Subscribe to the podcast over at theaudacitypodcast.com and check out the other shows, The Ramen Noodle and Are You Just Watching on noodle.mx. Now that I've given you some of the guts and taught you some of the tools, it's time for you to go podcast with passion, organization, and dialogue. I hope you had a wonderful Thanksgiving. I know I did. Thanks for listening.